today fellow autism mama i love my fellow autism mamas because who else understands my crazy life better than autism mama right it's hard to explain that world unless you've lived it but super excited to talk to her today she's going to be sharing a lot of things about self-care which all of us need right but um i think i'll let her kind of share a little bit of her journey on how she got there and um we'll just we'll go get to talking so claudia let you go ahead and share yes well just uh you know before that i am uh, very grateful that you inter that you're interviewing me i i admire you you're such a badass mom and entrepreneur that uh you know i'm i'm, I'm really happy to be here so let's go let's start with my journey my journey um started actually in 2003 when my son was diagnosed with autism he was two at the time at the time i was a labor and employment attorney and initially i thought i was going to take a couple of years off it was going to be a sabbatical to take care of my son but also start his early intervention program you know you know interview educators and the psychologists and all that and i thought i was going to go back to my career and it was not to be. Uh, not only my son is it's severely autistic, but also, um, you know, there were not very many services out there for a son like mine. So there was no way for him to go to a daycare. And then the schooling system, um, we tried several schools, and uh, uh, because he he has behavior issues, he you know he he tried different schools and it wasn't working. So anyways, my uh, two-year sabbatical turned into years. I became, um, you know, the, the full-time caregiver to my son. And uh, I became the ultimate super autism mom, like a, a lot of us moms, not only mom, but also yeah. the psychologist, the teacher, the, 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 the uh, speech therapist, the OT, uh, the... Um, program intervention manager, uh, were also the advocates, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And the problem was that I burned out. Yeah. I burned out and I didn't even know that I was burned out because that was my life, you know, my, and, and at this time, my husband also tra was traveling a lot and it was just going like from one fire to the next without even paying attention. And, um, I was burned out physically and mentally exhausted. To the point that one day I almost had a car accident. Uh, I we were going with my son from one therapy to the other, and I was so exhausted that I that I almost fell asleep on the uh, at the wheel. Thank God there were no incoming cars, and uh, my son was in the back seat, and we could have both been killed. And and even that, I mean, it was a wake up call, but I kept going because I didn't have, I didn't know any better. So mm -hmm. I kept going and going and it was only by accident that I, 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 you know, I, I discovered the power of self-care and the accident was that we were gifted a guide dog when my son was about nine years old. 
we were gifted a guide dog. And at the time, you know, I saw this as another house shore, but I said, okay, well, yeah, well, I'm going to take the dog out. And then I started taking the dog out and it, about five days after I started taking the dog out, it was not more than 10 minute walks, but I realized, oh my God, this is the first time that I have time for me, that I have time to just have the mind declutter and then just have some me time because I had not had time for, for at least, I don't know, seven years. I don't know how many years. And so I started getting addicted to these walks. And then I saw that my, my, my neighbors were joggers. And I said, well, you know, I'm taking the dog out. I might as well start jogging. I didn't have running shoes. I didn't have any cool gear at the time. I just, you know, went to the store. I got myself some running shoes and I started jogging. And I could not jog for more than two minutes, but I, you know, I would, I would go up and down the street. Then I started going around the block. And, and eventually I, I loved it so much that I said to myself, you know what, I'm going to register for a 5k race. And at the time I could not run more than 3k, but I said to myself, if I have an, a, a goal, maybe I, I'm going to, it's going to help me stick to my, you know, to, to this running thing that I'm doing. So I registered for this 5k race. Uh, and uh, four months after I started jogging, and um, I remember very clearly when I crossed that finish line, that was the day that I decided it was an epiphany where I decided that's it. I am taking charge of my physical, mental, and emotional well-being because if I don't, I won't be able to survive the long-term caregiving journey of being an autism mom to a severely autistic child and I need to take charge. I cannot leave, continue to live a life of, of burnout. So that is when I decided to, you know, to take charge. So I decided to stick to my running and my walking. And then I began to, to explore other things like nutrition, sleep, um, uh, mindset, how to use journaling to process emotions, how to use um, mindfulness activities, you know, to just let the mind declutter. And I started to, you know, I started to incorporate all the self-care uh, habits. And that is how I, I eventually, uh, you know, recovered from burnout. And I, you know, I felt empowered. And when, I think it was three years ago or four years ago. I, well, I mean, I always knew that I, 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 I had to share these habits with, you know, all my moms, whether autism moms or just busy moms. And I didn't know how to. And it was just, um, you know, I, I, I was talking to a friend. She had just published her book. And I said, and she told me, you know what? You know, you should write a book about your story, about your, you know, your evolution from burnout to the, to the person that you're now. So anyways, that's how it started. And I, I wrote my memoir in uh, 2019 and I published in 2020. And uh, I, that book was called Burnout to Unstoppable. And since then, people started asking me, you know, do you coach, you know, how, how can I, so that's how I, and now I have become a, a burnout prevention and holistic wellness coach for busy high achieving women who are also moms or who are also caregivers to, um, children, um, specialist children, or, um, you know, uh, it could be adults with, uh, who are elderly, um, family members or disabled family members, so that's, that's how I ended up being a coach as well as an author and a speaker as well. And that's my, my journey. But as I said, you know, it was really by accident, by accident that I 
discover the power of self-care and how important it is for us, especially mothers who are going from one fire to the next. And we forget, we, we lose ourselves. Yeah. You know, we lose our identity sometimes. Absolutely. Well, and I, I think there's a lot of moms out there that are probably nodding their head right now and in agreement because I mean, my, my journey, you know, from burnout, I guess, um, mm -hmm. you know, was not exactly the same, but it was, it was kind of a epiphany as well. Um, but my epiphany came in the form of, um, my doctor telling me that my thyroid was completely shot. Wow. And, mm -hmm. you know, I, I'm a nutritionist. I, I knew what to do. I knew how to mm -hmm. do it. Um, but I was, I didn't have the time. I had just That's given it. birth to kid number six, kid number five is an autistic child. Oh, and God. I was, you know, wasn't sleeping correctly. You know, I was forgetting to eat. I was, mm -hmm. you know, all kinds of things. Cause I was so hyper-focused on, like you mentioned, caregiving yeah. that it wasn't that even that I didn't know what to do. Um, it was that I didn't know how to carve out the time to do it. You know, exactly. and I think that is a hard thing for moms because, you know, historically speaking, women have always been expected that, you know, you, you, you get married, you have your kid and, you know, all of your time gets devoted to caregiving. Right. And mm -hmm. a lot of times it's become the norm that your needs go on the back burner. And exactly. I love that now that lots of women are saying that doesn't have to be how it is. It exactly. shouldn't be how it is because you can't mm -hmm. show up as well for your significant other, for your child, for anyone, right? Mm -hmm. If you are completely burnt out. And so I love that you um, have this conversation with people. And I love, I love your story too. I just do. I've, I've kind of, I don't remember how we met, but I've kind of followed you um, since then. And, you know, I, I love, I love the name of your book too, from burnout yeah. to unstoppable, because I think it is so empowering. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I know um, I wanted to mention you, you did mention that you um, coach women. And I know before we went on air, you talked about that you have this journal that's coming out as well. Can you kind of talk a little bit about that, about like why you're doing the journal and all mm -hmm. those things? Yes. So when I wrote the book, I mean, I, I you know, I, I, I had people coming to me and say, okay, well, you coach and all that. And I, I realized that I, I, I started writing a second book, which was the follow-up to the book, which actually talks about the seven self-care habits that allow me to overcome burnout. And I was writing this book and it was taking forever because I wanted to, I'm, I'm, I'm interviewing experts and all that. And I said, you know what? I am going to take the time to write a journal. Why a journal? Because it is practical. It is practical and it gives, you know, it's going to give moms the steps uh, not only to follow these habits, but also um, you know, the, uh, a way to uh, record the goals, the self-care goals, to stay accountable for their self-care goals. And I called it uh, the 90 days from burnout to the most unstoppable you, because it's, it's, like a, it, it's kind of like a 90-day challenge that I'm mm -hmm. giving you, ladies, to actually, you know, to reclaim your physical, mental, and emotional well-being. So the, the journal is, is actually divided in, in three parts. The first part, is I give, I think I have about 60 journal prompts that allows um, us to reconnect with ourselves. And that for me, you know, like if I go back to my journey, that was so key to have that time for me where I could reconnect with myself because I had lost myself. I had lost my identity. So those 60 uh, uh, prompts allow us to come back and to, to, to really dig deep and see, okay, 
You know, am I setting boundaries the proper way? Am I, you know, am I feeling fulfilled with my job or my career? Uh, so a lot of questions to help you dig deep. So that's the first part. The second part is kind of like exercises where it's more like time management, productivity exercises, where first I, I asked uh, my ladies to do um, task analysis. So we do three days where we analyze the tasks. And after, the, after that, we go back and, and we decide, okay, what tasks I am going to automate, what I'm going to eliminate, what I'm going to replace, so that the idea is to, to give you at least 45 minutes back so that you can have some time for you. And then also at the same time, we, I have another prompts, other prompts to help you determine a morning routine or an evening routine. And for me, in, in my journey, I have found that having a routine where I stack several habits helps me a lot. So, and it doesn't have to be like an hour and a half. It could be just 45 minutes or half an hour where you have a little workout, you know, like 10 minutes or 15 minute walk. And then you do some journaling and then you do some listen to some empowering podcasts like successfully chaotic, you know, um, and, you know, just so that you can have a few uh, in the morning. The idea is to have a morning routine that is going to energize you and empower you. Yes. And in the evening, you will have a morning routine that is going to help you relax and, you know, just have the, the, the nervous system decompress so that you can have a good night's sleep. So there you can have some stretching, you can have, you can take a bath or you can take, a, do some meditation, some journaling, read a book, but something that's still self-care, but you, that you can stack in the evening that. to relax your body. So you have that, but, and then the third part of the, the journal is you have daily, daily and weekly pages where you can, that, where that's where you write, okay, what did I do today? You know, where was, did I do my workout? Did I eat right? Uh, did I journal? Did, so that's, uh, you know, to, to add accountability to the self-care goals. And you have also a weekly page that allows you also to, 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 to review your week and then, you know, jot down things as well. So Absolutely. the idea for the journal is really to have something practical that you can have with you all the time. And that is going to help you remind, it's going to remind you of, you know, the self-care goals, the seven self-care habits that I believe are the most powerful to um, allow us to stay physically and mentally strong. I think that's perfect. And, and, you know, I think it's great to kind of write down the things that you did and the things that you didn't do and maybe even why you didn't get to it because... Yeah. You know, there are days, it doesn't matter, and I can tell you from experience, yeah. there are days, no matter how well I plan, no matter how I have it all lined up, something blows up. And I agree. I have, I, I have a list of lots of things that I, you know, need to get done in a day, but I always try to pick out what I call my non-negotiables. Exactly. Yes, and I do my non -negotiable, And I think that's so huge, whether you're an autism parent or you're not an autism parent, you're just a parent or a yeah. business owner or an employee, it doesn't matter. You should have your non-negotiables. And for me... Mine is yoga. I do my yoga. It doesn't matter. My, my kids even know unless somebody is in a true emergency, you don't interrupt moms during her yoga and they know it. They, yeah, they know yeah. it. 
Yeah. And yeah. that's my non-negotiable. And I didn't do that for far too long. Exactly. Um, and you know, it, I don't feel guilty about it, you know, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. it's, and you shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't no. feel guilty about taking care of yourself exactly. because you can't take care of anybody else if you're not exactly. taking care of yourself. And I'm sure that your kids know that when mom finishes her jo- yoga, she is energized yep. and she's happy. My kids the same. My, my non-negotiable is to go for a jog yep. and they know. And like, I, you know, I'm a single mom. And my, my youngest watches over my oldest who's autistic. I say, okay, I need to go for my jog. And he knows yep. when moms come back, she's energized and, yep. and, and they know, and they know, and it's a good example for them, you know, it is. because it shows them that you have, they have to take care of themselves as well. So, you know, for their future is a good thing. I, so. I 100% agree. And, you know, I, I have my oldest daughter is 23 and she has her own little family. My youngest daughter is five. So I have seven kids, you know, all the mm-hmm. ages in between. But, you know, with my oldest children, I didn't do a good job of that. They didn't see the example I was. And I always use the example that I, I was almost a martyr of the family because yes. I was the mom. I just had to do it. I didn't sleep enough. I didn't eat enough. I didn't take care of myself enough. And my children saw that example. Mm-hmm. And, you know, once I figured it out for myself, you know, I have had to teach it to them and try to tell, you know, my oldest daughter who has two kids of her own now that, you know, you she need too. to be able yeah, you need to be able to take care of yourself. You have to yes. set these boundaries. You have to exactly. say, exactly, no, this is not okay. I'm going to do this for myself. Exactly. You know, I don't need to ask permission to do that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I 100% agree. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's great. Uh, so can you tell us a little bit about as far as your journal goes, mm-hmm. how do people how do people get that? Uh, it's it will be published on uh, in, in uh, July on July 13th in, July on, on, Amazon, on Amazon. So they just can look up, up my name, Claudia Tabuada. Okay. And uh, yeah, July 13th, I can send you a link when I have the, the link, the Amazon link. That'd be great. And uh, yeah. So, I mean, if you're listening to this on our podcast platforms, you can go to the show notes and click on the link and it'll take you straight there because this will air on all the podcast platforms um, mm-hmm. after that goes out. So mm-hmm. you'll be able to click right through and be able to get that journal. On. So as far as today goes, though, if somebody's out there right now, um, you know, uh, you know, a person that's feeling burnt out and they're like, okay, excited about this journal, but what can I do right now? <laughs> what can what I do can right I do now? Right, right now. <laughs> yeah. As we said, start setting boundaries, boundaries, whether it's at work, whether it's at home, you know, at home, you know, our partner, if you're a mom, our partner needs to know that they have to pitch in. They have to give you that time. And as I said, like for any mom that comes to me, like, totally burned out. I said, you know, my journey back to me started with 10 minute walk a 10 to 15 minute walk, a solo walk. Solo is very important because it allows you to reconnect with yourself. It allows you to be in the present moment. And that is key for, um, for anxiety to deal with anxiety, to deal with stress. So a, a, a walk, 10 minute walk, I call it the mind mindful walk. It can be transformational as long as you do it every day or, or at least five times uh, per week. But a, a walk, if, if you can do that at least one, you know, like five times a week. And then the other thing, too, that really helped me a lot was journaling, journaling, like just jotting anything that comes to mind, because that helps, uh, you know, with thoughts, you know, and anxious thoughts, uh, stress reduction, 
So, you know, journaling doesn't need to be, um, you know, perfect. It's just, just for you. So you, you just write anything and everything that comes to mind. And in my journal, I, I have pages like blank pages as well. Uh, you know, line pages where you can just, you know, uh, brain dump anything that comes to mind because that is good as well. Um, but yeah, the, the walking, the mindful walk, I, I think is one of the best things to do. But like, as we, we talked, boundaries is key. Boundaries is like yeah. one of the mo most important ones, like communication, communicating yeah. your boundaries at work and at home. I think that's so true because we all have boundaries. We all have them. Mm -hmm. But the question is, like you said, communicating. Most mm -hmm. of the time, we're not great at communicating them. Mm -hmm. And so we have these boundaries that other people are accidentally stepping on because we've not communicated that we have those boundaries. Mm -hmm. So the first step at kind of getting over that is saying, hey, you know, I'm not okay with this or, hey, I expect this or whatever the case may be, mm -hmm. because that solves so many problems within, within a workplace, within a friendship, within a relationship, exactly. right? Yeah. You have to be able to voice those boundaries. And, you know, it's, it's easy to have them kind of internally and not communicate them. Yeah. The hard part for some people is, is being able to voice that and communicate it, but it's so very important. I love that you mentioned mm -hmm. that. Yeah. And, and your mindful walks. I, I, I love to hike. I'm an avid Oh, hiker. that's good. Hiking yeah. is, is, mm -hmm. is one of my favorite things to In do. nature. Wow. So yeah. much, so much. And yeah. it's, it, like you mentioned, mindful, it is very mindful. And I never realized for a long time that that is a form of meditation. Yes. And it yes. is. It's meditation on the, yes. yeah, on the move. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I think that's that's so important for people to realize because, you know, we all hear about the benefits of meditation. I heard about it for years, um, but I was like, I am super hyperactive. I don't know that I can sit there and um <laughs> for a long time. And then, you know, it, I was able to start realizing that, you know what, this is med very meditative. This is, you know, me hiking. I am in more of a meditative state while hiking mm -hmm. pretty much anything else I do. I'm, mm -hmm. you know, it's just, it's my zone. Right. And mm -hmm. so I love that you know, when you choose your mindful walk or your, your mindful action, I think the key there is you get to choose, but I do love yes. adding an element of outside mm -hmm. to it. I agree. In nature is key because, you know, you, you, the, the idea of mindfulness is that you are in the, with the senses. So if mm -hmm. you go outside, it's even better because, you know, you have the smells of the flowers, the breeze hitting your cheeks, uh, for sure. Yeah. Nature yeah. is key. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, some people, because I've had people, I've said this before, and people are like, well, I live in the city. And I'm like, well, go find a park, find, yes. find a flower pot, find anything yes. that even just getting outside on the sidewalks, though, is going to be better than just being indoors and closed in. So, I mean, yeah. make it your own, depending on what you have access to. But absolutely. if you have access to be able to go out and, and you know, in nature, in the woods, I, my favorite is the woods. I love the woods. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. It's it's uh, uh, for, well, I mean, there's a lot of research that says nature, it's one of the greatest uh, stress reducers. So yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. I love that. So what do you have? So you're, you're launching out this journal. So you said it's gonna be out um, next, next week. What's next? What's next? Then I think that the next um, uh, step is because I've been hearing like people are, are have been telling me is to to actually um, set up uh, a group program based on the journal, because you know it it, it it some people will be able to do it you know on their yeah. own, but others will probably need some motivation. Yep. And Claudia, it's a like it can be your cheerleader. I'm 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 a, I'm a good motivator, so. 
that would that. be another the next uh, probably an eight day uh, eight week program where based on the journal uh where we're going to do like uh, it's going to be a um a, a group program in uh, ideally because that way we get also the the energy from the group based on the journal uh in order to to really get um you know the, the accountability I love that. And then, yeah, everybody is, is on the same page then everybody has similar goals. And and I love, Mm -hmm. I love that idea. I think that would be perfect. Yeah, that would be perfect. I love, I've been a part of groups and I've actually led groups in the past and you know, one-on-one is great. There's nothing wrong with one-on-one, but there's nothing like that. Like you said, energy, that energy from that group atmosphere and how you watch everybody supporting and cheering each other on and, or even, you know, struggling with something and being there to support. Yeah. mm -hmm. I love that. I think that's exciting. So I know we mentioned that when your journal launches on July the 13th, um, we'll be able to find that on Amazon and the link will be in the show notes, but where else can people connect with you and follow you? Uh, On my website, claudiatabuada.com. I'm also on LinkedIn under my name and I have uh, my, my Facebook page business page is uh, Claudia Tabuada, the unstoppable mom. And I'm also on IG, but my, my IG is more like my, my fitness account, but yep. they can follow me. My name is Badass Autism Mama. Love that. <laughs> I do. I love that. I, 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 and again, if you're listening to this on the podcast platforms, all of these links will be in the show notes for you to just click through, follow Claudia on all the things. And um, her last name will be spelled as well. If you're like me and you're like, how do you spell that? Um, <laughs> I will have that spelled out there as well. That way you can Google and find all the things that you need. I, I've enjoyed talking with you today. You are a badass autism <laughs> mama and definitely unstoppable. And it's, it's been a, it's been a joy to talk to you today. Yeah. I thank you for having me. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's a privilege to be able to address your audience. It's been great. And for all of you that are watching this live, we will be picking up our live shows again every Thursday, 2 p.m. Eastern time. So hope to see you there. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. And thanks a lot. See you all next time. Let me figure out where the road goes. Even if I'm falling down, I will keep on searching for my highs. Say I lost my mind I will keep on holding my head high Even if the sky is falling down